Welcome back to They Arrived as Aztecs, an Aston Villa women podcast by underagaslitlamp.com. This is likely to be a bit of a shorter episode as we've only got the uh, Continental Cup performance against Liverpool women to discuss, but we'll get right into that. Um, And Aston Villa women produced a superb team performance to beat Super League side Liverpool uh, on Saturday evening. And, you know, really the game got off to a perfect start. Um, Emma Follis cuts inside from the left-hand side and fires home from the edge of the box after just six minutes. How impressed have you been with Emma Follis since she joined the club in the summer, Mark? I've been really, really impressed with her. Uh, just her work rate in general and how determined she seems to be to want to succeed for Aston Villa. Um Again, that's that's not an easy thing to go week in and week out and be very consistent. And I think Emma Follis has done a really, really amazing job at doing that so far. Uh, again, with scoring six minutes into the game, you have to get off the mark quickly in, in some games, especially, like you said, they're playing Liverpool, who's in a league above them. Um, it's always a big deal whenever you score against a team that's in a higher league than you are. Uh, so, yeah, I think Follis has been absolutely just a really, really good form. I think she's getting along well with her teammates. There's some chemistry building there with how, how she actually scores goals and sets up goals. So I think in, in the case of Emma, it's one of those things that just more of the same, please. So I've been really impressed with her. Uh, how, how do you feel about her overall performance? It seems like she's having a lot of fun out there too. Yeah, she's she's really fun to watch. You know, if if you find the time to go to a game uh, at Boldmere, then you know, keep an eye on Emma Follis because she's she's really good on the ball and and she can produce moments of magic. Um, and you know, she she swapped women's Super League football in the summer to come back home to Aston Villa, the club she supports, the club that she started a career at, um, to to you know have a hand in getting us into the the upper echelons of of women's football. And you know her her quality was was there to see really against Liverpool. She she breezed past the the Liverpool defence and obviously slotted home relatively early on into the game. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you need to get off to a good start. And Liverpool, I mean, they might have their struggles a little bit this season, but again, it's it's a team in a, in a higher league above, and it's it's something that you can take pride from knowing that you you got into the game and you got in there as quickly as possible and the Aston Villa women that's a character trait that they've showed by the bucket load even when things aren't going for them well they always seem to pull a positive out of the hat or they, they it might seem like it takes them a while to get uh, going a little bit but they always seem to find a way and they get gathered and collected and that kind of coolness and that kind of calmness is it, that's how you define a really really good season I'm sure head coach Gemma Davies is thrilled with the way that their players respond to things especially coming out of the gate here now they don't always score early but when they do seem to score it seems to light a fire under the rest of the teammates to act, you know try to get forward a little bit more be a little bit more responsible defensively so again it's those kind of character traits that really means a lot in the game of football 
Yeah, and you know, Villa were dominant against against a Super League side. You know, they they controlled possession, they restricted Liverpool's chances, um, but they they also missed chances to extend their league uh, lead in the game. But it was uh, Emily Soim who, uh, from seven minutes from time, I think, made absolutely no mistake when she uh, raised up the pitch before curling the ball past the Liverpool goalkeeper to secure a memorable win for the Aston Villa women. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Emily Sam goal yet, go on the Aston Villa Women Twitter page. Scroll down a little bit. They've made a couple posts since then, but it's on there. Absolutely wonderful goal. Uh, hell of a player, uh, honestly. And again, you're, they're facing opposition that are that are a, a league above you. They've been professional a lot longer, you know, than than uh, Villa have. They have a lot more players that are on a wage than Villa have, and all those kind of things. So this is a big deal, especially if, you know Emily Sam coming on the pitch as a substitute. It's an absolutely magnificent goal. I, I, honestly, one of the, one of the prettier goals you're going to see all season. It doesn't matter if it's the women or the men's side. Yeah, and it, you know it came from from nothing really. You know, um, Sam played a one-two with veteran. Uh, striker Kerry Welsh on around the halfway line, and that just set a race in a way behind the Liverpool defence. Um, you know they track back to try and stop her, but she kind of like you know puts it onto her right foot and just curls it past the keeper. There's so much composure in that shot, and you know it, it's an impressive, impressive goal. Yeah, and it's not easy, and it, it kind of seems like when you're watching it, she's doing it all herself, and like you just alluded to, that's exactly what she did. Uh, the one-two with Carrie Welsh, I actually think it was a really smart pass from Carrie to kind of kind of see uh, Emily Sight coming off the side a little bit there, but she got the ball at her feet and just went. It was just, you know, just shot out of a cannon, and it very, very... Uh, I guess you can say it was kind of one of those goals where you are you now starting to expect to see that from the Villa women. It's just kind of like you know pick a name out of the hat and they're going to come up with with a with a moment of brilliance. So yeah, the the curling effort past the keeper. I honestly like watching the goal back. Like I had, I felt like I, it was a responsibility of mine to have to watch it four or five times. Like did I just see that? That's such a great goal to uh, to make. I just don't. I, I don't know. It's it's one. It's it's almost. I'm, I'm in two minds about it. One like how can you run past basically run and create a goal all by yourself and then on the other hand i i want to think to myself like well that that might get her in the team a little bit more if if she's able to do things like this and obviously it might be a one-off or things of that nature but still mightily impressive and again if you haven't seen the goal please go check it out because it was it really was a work of beauty yeah and you know it's no secret that villa have got their eyes you know set on promotion to the women's super league this season um, so Liverpool's visit in the Conti Cup was a real good opportunity to see how how the team fared against you know top tier opposition. You know they they took um, West Ham uh, right down to the wire in last season's FA Cup, and it seems like they've they've only got better since then. The Aston Villa women, um, but you know we, we we've spoke about the goals, but the the defense was equally as impressive. You know Jade Richards and Alicia Mundo, uh, you know absolutely behemoth performances uh, in marshalling Liverpool strikers. And, you know, despite Liverpool struggling in the WSL at the moment, how good of a result do you think this actually is? 
I think it's a massive result. And like you said with the defense, like it ha- there has to be plaudits given to the defense as well because this was an overall dominating performance by Villa. So like uh, the players, like you said, like Jade Richards and Alicia and Dow, th- those are big-time players for Villa in the back line as well. So to be able to constrict a side that is in the Women's Super League and not only constrict them to the fact of like not being, they went, weren't able to like cash in on their chances, they didn't really have a lot of, of actual like memorable chances for me. So I think it's a really, really big deal. And I do think it's, I don't think you can underestimate how massive a result this is, not only for Villa in the Conti Cup, but also Villa as just a side that are still gelling and they still have these, um, these new players that are there. Um, I, th- I think that this is one that they're going to look at and be like, hey, we did it against Liverpool. There's no reason for us to be 2-0 down here going into a game. It might be a week. It might be two weeks. It might be two months. But this is something you can look back on if you're you know, head coach uh, Gemma Davies or maybe one of the coaching staff and be like, you know, we got through this. Like, do you remember when we got through this? Like, let's let's get a little bit of that feeling in here. Let's go a little bit. So I think that it's going to kind of be one of those results you can hang your hat on going forward. Not to say that they're going to play exactly the same way, but just something that where they can put a little bit of notch and go, you know what? We, we, we got this result out of playing a team like this. What are we doing right here? Let, let, let's get it in gear a little bit. Yeah, and we've also got to give like another massive shout out to uh, Sean Rogers in in goal. Um, back to back games, she's made really really impressive saves. Um, you know, the the game was already won really um, as she made this save in the 90th minute, but it was probably one of the best saves of her career. Um, she she I can't remember the name of the Liverpool player, but she stopped she stops Liverpool. You know, potentially getting away back into the game in the dying embers. Um, and you know we, we've waxed lyrical really about Sean Rogers on the podcast, but it, it's just great to see that you know players that that we we know can perform are performing. Yeah, and good luck on her coming back into the in between the sticks yet again, and you know not having any type of it doesn't seem like she had any injury at all, and that's. I, it's uncommon for a goalkeeper. You have to think about how much they're using their shoulders, how much they're using their arms and everything like that, especially on set pieces. They're organizing their defense a little bit. There might be players trying to, you know, mark her off the ball a little bit. That's a big deal. And from what we've seen from Sean Rogers since her return from injury, there's absolutely nothing wrong with her. She recovered really, really well, whether it be through precautionary or, or otherwise. I just think that she's probably one of the better goalkeepers in the league for Villa. Um, and, and that's something you, you have to have. We always talk about the attacking impetus. We talk about the defense being staunch. But even when that breaks down and, and they need, you know, that team needs bailed out a little bit, Sean Rogers is always right there to pull off some kind of crazy athletic save or even just the cool calmness of being able to make routine saves. That's a big deal in a league that you're trying to get out of. And, you know, hopefully that's something that Villa not only, you know, sees, but the supporters are appreciating. Like you don't, you don't really get a, a keeper of this kind of quality that's playing as well as Sean Rogers has all the time. And she's seems to be just just very very consistent and she's there whenever you need her and what what more can you ask from a goalkeeper absolutely um we spoke to dutch midfielder nadine hansen in an interview that's available on our website um just before this game and you know she discusses the kind of differences between playing for Dutch sides and Belgian sides and playing for Aston Villa, um, as well as discussing how uh, Marissa Uwers has helped her by being another international player, um, as well as stuff like her personal goals for the season and her 
uh, her goal last week to secure a point against fellow pr- promotion contenders Durham. Um, so if you are interested or you would like to read that, just head over to www.underagaslitlamp.com and you can read it there. Um, the Villa women now have a two-week break, so we will be having a two-week break as well before they're back in the championship to face Coventry United, who are recent additions to the league and shouldn't provide too much of a test for Gemma Davies' side. But regardless, you know, the, the girls have to be, you know, on their game to get a good result against this side. Yeah, you don't want to ever take a, a you know, be even slightly disrespectful to another team by letting your foot off the gas a little bit here. I think it's monumentally important for the Villa women to keep uh, racking up as many points as they can. Obviously, they're trying to get after promotion. Everything else is a bonus. Everyone, you know, thinks about the Conti Cup as something they can make a legitimate run for this season. I just don't think it's on the list of priorities. I think you're trying to get back into the Women's Super League. I think that a lot of these players really want to get up there and show what they can do on the highest possible level they possibly, you know, they can play in. Um, so Coventry United, I just, just, Get a res- get a result again. It's one of those things you just have to keep accu- accumulating points. They are a new addition to the league and whatnot, but you can't take that for granted. You can't think that's going to be something you can just go out there and, and be a little lackadaisical. And I don't think that's going to be the case at all. I just think that Gemma Davies, I think she's one of those kind of head coaches where it, she has to be constantly motivating her players through like the positive reinforcement type of thing. That's the sign of a good head coach. You see some of her comments after the Liverpool game and the Conti Cup, and she was really proud and really happy about the fact that you know these girls give everything on the pitch. And it, it's it's evident to the head coach, but it's also evident to someone like me who watches this from a fairly long distance away. But I can even see it on the pitch that that this is one team and they're together and they they have a goal. And it doesn't seem like the, at least right now it doesn't seem like they're going to relent or keep their get their foot off the pedal until they've reached that goal so you know playing teams against Coventry you you just have to give it your all still you have to go out there and get the result that you're looking for score prediction I want to say 2-1 with an early early goal for Coventry I think this is going to have to be one of those games where Villa might have to do a little bit of a comeback but um I'm pretty sure they got that one I'm going to say 4-0 whoa 4-0 yeah, I and like that. I'd love that optimism. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I can see. You know, I, I, I'm going to say another Melissa Johnson hat trick and a goal from Amy West. I'd love to see Westy get on there. I would. I, I would. I would love to see Westy get a goal. <laughs> I think I would as well. Um, but you know, as long as as long as the unbeaten win continues to seven, I think that's all that matters in this regard. And I think that's probably the best place to end this week's podcast. We said it was going to be a short one. We didn't really have much to discuss. And we will be back after the Coventry United game uh, to discuss all things Aston Villa women. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, please you know give us give us feedback either on social media or via the, the, the medium that you're listening to us on. Um, you can find us on Facebook forward slash under a gaslit lamp. Instagram at under a gaslit lamp and on Twitter at Villa Lamp. And you can read all of our Aston Villa women content on underagaslitlamp.com. Thanks for listening and up the Villa women. <laughs>